Hey, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing good, Paul. Happy Thanksgiving Eve. Yep, yep. Top five holiday for you, I'm assuming. Yes, yes. You classify it as a holiday. <laughs> yes, every every um, if you think it's a holiday, it counts. Okay. Super Bowl Sunday, Thanksgiving Eve, um, fantasy football draft day. Um, hey, if you want to count sure? Daytona Day and op- MLB Opening Day as holidays, those count as well. So I do, that I do. But we uh, we appreciate you uh, spending your uh, holiday, start your holiday uh, week with us pretty much yeah appreciate it. as always nate Sharman, producer extraordinaire <coughs> it's a voice you'll be hearing eventually as always nfl to get to college football to get to and obviously uh, we'd be remiss if we don't mention some thanksgiving stuff so play to get to um but the biggest news yeah. i heard out of this week was uh coming in march of, march of 2023 paul is switching to the team iphone Oh, you're Can t- you confirm this? Can you confirm <laughs> we, this? We will the- be there will be a switch over in Now you've been a droid since like, time. you've been a droid guy since like 7th grade. I've been a droid guy since my first smartphone, probably junior year of high school, I think technically would be the first one, maybe. I had the What's uh What's going through your head? I mean, I had the, uh, making the change, making the right decision. Well, getting roasted continuously the past couple weeks is the main reason, but um Nobody likes a green message guy. Yeah, yeah, so I've been told. So You ruin the whole group message. Nate, is that true? Do I ruin the whole group message? Yeah, Nick, I appreciate you banging the drum over there. Because that's something that we've, uh, here at Finger Lakes One, between me and Josh Durso, we've relentlessly kind of reminded Paul of that the last few weeks. So, I just want to put it out there. Including Concetta, because she's in our group chat, too, and she doesn't like him. I'm just going to put it out there that clearly bullying works. So, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know about March. It'll be somewhere in between the February to May range, whenever the best deal pops up in that window. So, yeah. We'll see, Nick. I'm gonna. Wor- I'm been working on uh, getting him getting Spotify Premium as well as Amazon Prime. Whoa. But first things first, on with the iPhone getting I into just, the 21st century. I just I don't order Taking enough baby steps. I just don't order enough from Amazon. <laughs> the the premium thing I can understand, but the Prime one I only order probably every three to four weeks window off Amazon. For I me, just can't so. believe you go without watching the best football of the week with Thursday Night Football. Oh, God, you are disgusting. <laughs> That's a perfect segue though because. Uh, we're through week 11 of the NFL mm-hmm. over the course of the past couple of weeks because we had to postpone last week because of some scheduling conflicts with us that um, course of the past couple of weeks, we really have seen the, in my mind now, the pretenders and contenders really come out. Um, and I know the two teams, I, I guess, to initially highlight this, I know nobody likes talking about them any more than we really have to, right? But you look at the Cowboys, mm-hmm. you look at the Packers, for example, for example, yeah. right? You know, Green Bay in week 10 goes out, beats the Cowboys, and, of course, people are back on the whole entire Green Bay's, you know, legit, only to come back, turn around in, in Thursday night football against Tennessee and just – I know they lost by 10, but they were just never, like, in it. Um, and you still have Rodgers kind of – I think he's – we we got close to the meltdown, I'd say, post-Detroit. I, I think we could classify that as a meltdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, obviously coming off that Cowboys victory, he, he was kind of back in his, you know, BS, as I call it. So, But uh, we we finally do have, like, that cream coming to the top, you know, for, again, Cowboys, you know, rebound nicely this past weekend. Uh, really throttled Minnesota, who um, 
Minnesota's good, but I don't. I wouldn't put them in a contender category just yet. I don't know if I'd fully call them pretenders exactly either. But title contender. Yeah, I, I don't know about title contender exactly either. They might be. No, I mean, they're playoff contenders. Right, 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 but, right. So you know, why are a couple teams for you that kind of stick out that kind of fall in these pretender contender categories? Really? Um, well, the NFL. I mean, to be honest, so there's 32 teams, right? Right. I think maybe 20 of them are below average. There's a lot of bad teams. I don't know if I'd go below average. Like 20 of them, that's a lot to say they're below average. I think it's over half. Considering really. considering if that's the case, then the whole East Coast of divisions are clearly at least I would call above average. Sorry to interrupt you guys, but can I give you guys some breaking news yeah. out of the NFL landscape? Oh, yeah, cool. absolutely. Lance, uh, Jets quarterback Zach Wilson has been stripped of the starting job and will not start on Sunday. Oh, that's the least surprising thing I think I've ever heard. They did not inform who will start, whether it will be uh, Mike White or Joe Flacco, but Zach Wilson will not be under center next week. Yeah, so... Chad Pennington? Chad Pennington. <laughs> <laughs> um, appreciate that, Nate. Yeah, um... Yeah, let's 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 we'll circle back to that contender and pretender thing. Then that's I'm not surprised. The Jets given, are now a pretender. I don't know about that. I don't I don't think it makes that much of a difference. That defense honest. is not a pretender. That defense no, is good. Yeah, that defense is. I wouldn't want to face them on a Sunday in January. If you can get Joe Flacco or Mike White to just kind of game manage, they can make the playoffs. Well, I mean, you look at what Flacco did with Wilson out to start the year. I mean, they were. I'd argue that they were probably playing even better football than they were than they were the past month. Yeah, Um, yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. That's a good. I kind of lean. So here's what I saw last night because that's why I said I'm not surprised that the official thing came out this morning. Um, My understanding last night was Mike White was going to get first team reps today. Do you think it's because of Zach Wilson's play, or is? I don't know if willingness is not not willingness is the right word, but to not take accountability after the game. I think it's both. At this point, I if think he it's, took accountability, he'd probably still be starting. Is what kind of what? Do you think that? I'd put it more closer to say the seventy five percent chance he'd be starting than okay. the than the, than the true fifty fifty it was going into this morning. I agree. Um, Maybe it's Robert Sala's offense. Sala's a defense guy, though. Yeah, I mean he's not an offense guy. I, there's been nothing on his resume about offense. And to be to be fair to him, I don't believe he was the head coach yet technically when they drafted Zach Wilson. I believe Salah was one of the later hires in last year's coaching cycle. I could be wrong, but but he could be right. Well, <laughs> it that's interesting. I I kind of like. <sighs> I like the Jets a little bit better if they roll Flacco, but I really do think they'll probably go Mike White this weekend. I don't know. Well, but I'm not surprised. I, I'm not surprised. I think that's got to be a, I think it's got to be a combo punishment slash you just aren't playing good enough. Because the fact of the matter is he isn't playing good enough. He's averaging what, like 150 yards, if that, well, through, through the it. air? Here we go, Paul. I got yeah. the standings up. Go on. Eagles, Cowboys. Mandos. Giants and then Mandos? Yeah, but I'm, I'm trying to figure out who's contenders. Oh, I gotcha. Gotcha. Eagles, Cowboys, we'll go Giants. And just because you're not a contender doesn't make you a pretender in my mind. Yes. You know. Uh, Minnesota. Go ahead. Um, do you think they 
Do you think they go back to Carson Wentz? I mean, he's that he's been no. I mean, they're he's Rivera, been designated back to practice today from the IR. Rivera came out yesterday and said for the time being they're going Heineke. Yeah, they're the they're sick with the momentum, which uh, Sorry, I mean, Nick, it does it does go against actually my line of thinking. I, I this is the same issue that uh, we are seeing currently in New Orleans, where Jameis Winston lost a job only because he was hurt. Right, um, and that's. I mean, Taylor Heineke is the better. Quarterback it's the same right deal. Now well, than Carson Wentz for sure. I, in the time being, sure, but as I tried to explain to a couple people, you know, after the Eagles win, sure he played great, and I'm I'm fine with that. But there were moments in that game where he did have backup moments, like going into halftime, where they had the ball last, he cost them two timeouts because he didn't get the cadence off in time for the audible. I mean, it it, it there are certain moments, and he. Like the second half of the Eagles game, there was a, I think it was second and like eight or something, but they had just entered Eagles territory in the fourth quarter and he pretty much arm punted it to the Eagles secondary. I mean, there, there's still moments. I, like I said, I don't disagree. And this is where I keep trying to explain to people like he is a backup. He's a very good, capable backup. He's a guy that I can trust starting for two weeks if my guy got hurt, but I don't think he's a full year long answer still. At the end of the day, uh, so, uh, but I mean, I do, I do agree with the momentum-based riding, and I, that's why I kind of, you know, I don't think Washington is maybe quite a contender, but I don't think they're a pretender either. In that so, sense, are we? I'm going through here, and I'm not finding too many. Are we saying title contenders? I would say maybe not true title contenders, but you know, like teams that could make, you could see feasibly making a run in the playoffs. I only have. I, you know, I think I have twenty pretenders. That's an awful lot. I mean, that's an Miami, awful, awful lot. Buffalo, come back at New England. Okay. Baltimore, Cincinnati, Tennessee. Oh, I don't know about the Cincinnati one. Ooh, Cincinnati was just in the Super Bowl. They're a pretender to me at this point. All right, so they're a pretender to you. I have them as a contender. Uh, so there's four. And Baltimore was my Super Bowl pick. I I even think they're borderline pretender at Five this point. Five is Tennessee, only in that division. That's the only in that division. Right. Uh, I'm going to go 6-7. I'll go Kansas City Chargers, maybe. Uh, oh, no way you can do the Chargers. I, at this point, I don't think you can. So you're taking the Chargers out as well. I'm taking the Chargers out as contenders. The Eagles, I mean, let's be real. The Dallas Cowboys are not winning no damn Super Bowl. But – uh but they're contenders, though. You can't deny kind of what they're doing. Look, it pains me to say it, too, but you have to at least respect what they're doing. <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to respect them. <laughs> this is my damn show. I'm not respecting them. All right. <laughs> Go off. Okay, so you have the Eagles and the mm. Cowboys. Yeah. You have the Giants or the Commanders? Probably not in contenders, but I wouldn't call them pretenders either. I only have Minnesota in that division. Okay. I only have Tampa Bay, I guess, in that division. Oof. You have another one in that division? Not contender-wise, but I think they're all pretenders in that division. Okay. I, and then San Francisco, you're not saying Seattle. I I kind of want to. Kind of want to. Why? I put them above Tampa Bay in the contender category. Okay. So if you put in Seattle, let's, let's count yours up. So you have. I have Buffalo. I have Miami. Miami. For sure. I have, I mean, really, to be fair, there's nobody in the AFC North that gets me excited at this point. 
Kansas City out. Saying Baltimore. Kansas City out west. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't say they're pretenders, but I don't know if I can trust them. So that's four. No, that's three. So you're not saying Baltimore. I'm not saying Baltimore. I'm saying Buffalo. I'm saying Miami. I'm saying Kansas City. And that's it in the AFC. True contenders, yeah. And then Eagles. Eagles, Cowboys. Five. You're not saying anything in the South. Not saying anybody in the South. The North, you're just going to say anybody? I'll go Minnesota. Hard to go against the record collectively. And then San Francisco and I'd Seattle. Say. And then San Fran, Seattle. What about the Rams? No. So that's. I think me and you are seven. definitely. Me and you are definitely. I think it's a good thing we're kind of looking at it two different ways where. Um, I know you're just outright going as two different things, but I see it as kind of like a three-way potential where it's like you don't necessarily have to be a pretender or contender. If you're just caught in the middle, you're caught in the middle a little bit. Now, how many of them are actual championship contenders? I mean, I'd say pretty much all for mine anyway. If I named them, I'd I'd say that they actually have a shot. I could see. They have something there that I could see them pushing them over the edge. Well, let's be real. The NFC is wide open. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe San Francisco's a favorite? Maybe. Um, Maybe. Yeah. I'd, I'd probably say them or Philly at this point. AFC. You know the NFC's played in weak division. You know it. I don't, I don't trust any NFC East team. I don't trust, I don't trust them. They play I'd weak agree schedule. with you, but I mean, like, they, the Eagles they are play, still playing a second-place schedule from last they year. They played the weakest AFC division. I don't trust them. I'm just not buying. I mean, I, 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 mean, I hate the Eagles I don't necessarily disagree, but. I hate them, but I'm also not buying them. All right. Let's, them. Uh, before we really move on uh, to our picks, do you want to discuss uh, a couple headlines from last week? Uh, Shout-out to... The Bills, I know we talk about them a lot on here anyway, but um, tough scenario, obviously, over the weekend with the historic snowstorm. Um, and uh, credit to them. It's a tough situation. They got there. They, they I'll say this, and, and, you know, Nate, you can disagree with me or chime in, but they did stumble out of the blocks a little bit, kind of. But they got it together pretty quick and, and took care of business. Oh, there's no denying that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's a short turnaround week. It's going to be a tough game for them, but we'll obviously dive more into that aspect. Of Who's the, the home teams? Uh, Detroit is the home team this Thursday against Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Squirrel Winners. Yeah. Don't forget about him. Squirrel Winners. <laughs> official official Western New York name of the year. Right? I, would say. I mean, it's got to be. Yeah, <laughs> so. It's pretty awesome. Um, yeah. Um, and I guess really outside of that, you know, we had the Mexico City game. San Francisco took care of business there. Um, Jeff Saturday, one and one, right? So he blew it against the Eagles. Two and zero against the spread. More that's more important at this that's point. That's right? Good teams win. Great teams cover. So uh, speaking of that, let's uh, move on over to our picks of the week for Week Twelve in the NFL. All right, we got to talk about it before we get into it. If my computer wants to load, there we go. Everyone talks <laughs> about it every year. Sure. Should the Lions be kicked off at Thanksgiving? No. <laughs> no. If they do, then you can kick the Cowboys off as well. Who started that tradition? Detroit. Detroit started it. Yes. And the Cowboys follow them. The Cowboys follow them. So the Cowboys are followers. Yes. All right. 
So Thursday, Thanksgiving football. Uh, the Bills at the Lions. Buffalo is currently a nine and a half point favorite. On uh, I believe it's the royalty sports book, as we'll call it. The Bills just played Thanksgiving not that long ago, a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah, they were the nightcap game that year, if I remember right. If memory serves me correct. Um, I remember Josh Allen. I think had one of those big, big old turkey legs. Yeah, that was Josh Allen's coming out party in Dallas. There you go. Answers that. Um, I like the Lions to cover the spread. I think that's going Bills. that's kind of the general consensus. I believe is Detroit covers, but Bills outright. Um, Jamal Williams most rushing touchdowns this season. Yeah, I think. Um, Look, I'm saying Bills win, but it's interesting to kind of see the offense, the turn it finally did make last weekend. And it's something that I've banged the drum on them for the past two and a half seasons about is if they ever find a run game, they really truly will just take over. And um, the fact that they had both Singletary um, and Cook go for 75-plus yards was (laughs) – that's big. And uh, if they can do that consistently, then, I mean, that is that is a beast I wouldn't want to be in front of. So It's against the Browns, though. Pretty bad run defense. So got to take that into account. Well, it's a bad run defense because the linebackers aren't good. That de- right. if, you look, if you actually look at that front four that they have on the line is top five in terms of creating chaos. I mean, Miles Garrett's – do you want to stand in front of Miles Garrett? No, thank you. Do you want to stand for Miles Garrett? Sure. Let me go at him. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think that solves that debate. Uh, Nick, your G-men, the Giants, play the Cowboys. Yes. A lot of, lot of Thanksgiving teams here going for, for everybody in the studio today. Giants uh, and Cowboys. Yes, yeah, the first time the Giants. Fourth, by the way, Bills and, and Lions at 1230. This game's at 430. Yep. Uh, Dallas. Nine and, half, nine and a half point favorite, by the way. First time they played Thanksgiving in like 20, 30 years. Really? Because the Maras, they always like to um, – because you think the Giants would play there mm-hmm. on there a lot because the Cowboys play every year. But the Maras always like uh, having a Thanksgiving dinner. But this year, we're like, let's do it. Uh, and Lawrence <laughs> Taylor still has one of the biggest highlights on Thanksgiving. at like a pick six. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, li- I like the Giants in this game. Um, okay. They are banged up, mm-hmm. very banged up. So, um, this game is a lot like to me tough. the the Bills Lions game. I think the Giants cover. What's the spread? Nine and a half, uh, at least to the book I'm looking at. Uh, I I think the Giants cover. I think Dallas outright though. So, um, I can see why. I I I'll put it to you this way though. I I can see ways that the Giants do just win this thing outright. Like I don't think it's inconceivable. I'll play it to you that way. They they had the lead against the Cowboys the mm. first time late in that game, the first time they played them this season. So the nightcap on Thanksgiving in a battle of uh for us over here, contenders or pretenders. The Patriots travel to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Vikings are two and a half point favorite. Uh Patriots are playing well. Mm-hmm. Defensively, very strong. Um I like uh I like the Patriots in this game. Okay. This is where I really hope you you give me the why here. Oh no, because we're both agreeing though. I'm taking the Patriots as well. Mm-hmm. I 
I'm not. Can, I'm not buying. Can you just this, give so. me an obligatory why, though? I, I just really want the why, so I can. Why? Thank you. <laughs> so, what time is this game at? Do you know? It's the nightcap game. So eight o'clock. Eight twenty. Right. Right. You know who quarters backs for the Vikings? Obviously. Cousins. Yep. It's not a one o'clock game. Kirk. Kirk's got a big, you know, Christian Thanksgiving planned before this. Okay. And anyway, he's not good in prime time. I'm taking the Pats. I'm with you. That's good. Yeah. That's, uh, that's an analysis I did not see coming. Well, but, uh... <laughs> you should have. How about that? <laughs> All right. Sunday, first of the 1 o'clock games, Falcons at the Commanders. Washington's a four-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Why? Don't know. <laughs> uh, I like Atlanta. So this is where do I do what I've been doing? Go opposite because that's the way the I still don't. Is. I still don't buy. We didn't have a show last week, and I. I Paul, but but I you told, did ask. You did I ask me who would I said I was going to take the Texans. <laughs> I don't believe it. I don't think you would have came on here and taken I the would Texans. Have. No, no shot. So is this the week? Paul I, loves the Texans and the Lions. It's his favorite teams. <laughs> I'm a Davis Mills truther. What can I say? <laughs> Mills Mafia. Hey. He's jumping on the bandwagon at the bottom. So do I do the thing here where I safely bet and take the opposite team so I can inverse jinx, or do I do it? Just put your left hand up. I got to take the Mandos. Give me the Mandos. Buccaneers at the Browns. Tampa Bay is a three-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. Oh, the Browns don't have a good <laughs> – I mean, it's the not, Browns don't even don't have a good rush defense, but man, they have a great offense uh, defensive line. Wow, would you want to get in front of Miles Garrett? No, I personally <laughs> would not. Uh, I'm taking the the Bucks are terrible too, though. I, I'm gonna put it to you this way: home team getting points. What could be better? I'm taking the Browns. Taking the Browns too. Yeah, not because of that uh, run defense. No. I think it has more to do with the Buccaneers having a borderline non-existent run sometimes. Uh, 1 p.m. still, Bengals at the Titans. The Bengals are a point-and-a-half favorite on the road. I like, I like, I like the Titans a lot this year. Mm-hmm. Sure. But I like the Bengals in this game. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, as much as I... Again, do you think they're a bit of a pretender? Yeah, you just said that. Tennessee, ago. Tennessee to me is more <laughs> of a uh, overall pretender. Would you try to tackle Derrick Henry? No. I think you got a shot at it. I, I do not. <laughs> not my current state. Put your state. arms up and see what happens. The uh, Texans are at the Dolphins. Dolphins a 13-point favorite. Ooh. I mean, this is Dolphins, so. Um. But did you it. see Saudi Arabia beating Argentina yesterday? Did you see Germany lose to Japan today? Fair, Upsets fair are points. around this week. Fair points. But it's not going to be that game. No. The Dolphins. Bears at the Jets. Jets are four-and-a-half-point favorite. <coughs> Sorry about that. Bears at the Jets. Yep. I think it's pretty telling that the Jets are four-and-a-half-point favorite. Through I, this. Th- I think if the Jets win this game, Zach Wilson's not going to be the starter. I don't think. Again. I don't think it has much to do with who the Jets have under center. It's it's is Justin Fields healthy for one. Um, I mean, if he's healthy, but obviously hindsight's twenty twenty. I'll throw it. I want to throw this at you. Yeah. 
is Justin Fields the next RG3? No. No. RG3 had problems with his legs. Fields is having trouble, I believe, with a collarbone right now or shoulder. But uh, he, he was very electric that first year. Thanks for the painful reminder. They made the playoffs. Fun times. Screw Seattle. Uh, I'm taking the Jets, though. You have your field to blame for that. Well, I have Shanahan to blame for it, but this is that's a different discussion for <laughs> that's true. a different time. We won't open that box yeah. yet. We, we're better off not. So, Can we get him some tissues over here? We're both on the Jets, by the way, though. Right. Yes. Okay. Uh, Broncos at the Panthers. The Broncos are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Speaking of quarterback carousels, the Panthers this week are starting. Darnold? Darnold. <laughs> Third different starting quarterback, and I think four weeks uh, technically. Isn't that something? Darnold's got to start this week, and Zach Wilson doesn't. Yeah. Um, the Broncos. You know, you know it's bad because the Broncos should be the slam dunk pick here, but like I, I really do not have a good feeling one way or another in this game. <laughs> I mean, Nathaniel Hackett's done a pretty, pretty good job this season so far. Um, <laughs> uh. <laughs> continue <laughs> uh, uh i'm kidding obviously um i'm going with carolina oh man i'm going denver panthers go ahead go ahead why the panthers i i'm not a fan of the carousel thing going on i i mean three quarterbacks in you four like weeks. you like you like a quarterback that's been there since the start even though russell wilson has been terrible but you just like. But there's he, at least some consistency there, mm-hmm. albeit maybe not the best. But no, they're consistent. I mean, and I'm being honest. The Panthers, since they traded McCaffrey, are just have not been good. You don't like I mean, they, you don't like they, Tumbahaba? They've kept they've kept games close, but they just have not been like good. That Foreman's pretty good. I mean, relatively, he's at he's he's at 102 carries for 450 yards. Shout so. out. Melvin we'll Gordon. Shout out half. Melvin Gordon and Darnell Henderson getting cut yesterday. That was wild. Did you see what Melvin Gordon put on his Instagram? No. Oh, he didn't look it up. No. Oh man, I I suggest you look it Give up. Give me a clip of his version of a quick. It's uh, he basically posts uh, photoshopped a picture of him in the OJ Bronco. Oh, good and he wrote God. a caption. You got to look at it. It's very no. funny. Why? What? It's very funny. I mean, that's funny, but that's just a PR nightmare. Why would he do that? He, I think he wrote Broncos Country, Let's Ride oh, God. in there too somewhere. So I think that's a little bit of a shot at Sheesh. Mr. Wilson there. Oh, man. Uh, Ravens at the Jags. Russell Wilson's got a lot of friends, man. Ravens are uh, four-point favorites on the road, by the way. Taking Baltimore here. I like Baltimore. Yep. All right. The late window opens at 4.05 with the Chargers at the Cardinals. Chargers are a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Charges at the Cardinals. Not, I don't want to get sidetracked here, but what are your thoughts on no NFL buys this week? And then all of a sudden they're going back to buys next week. I don't hate it. Is it because of Thanksgiving? Yeah. So they can have more games on Sunday? Yeah. Um, I don't remember the two teams you told me. I'm, I think one of them was Cardinals. I'm taking the Cardinals. Okay. I'm taking the Chargers. <laughs> uh, Raiders at the Seahawks. Uh, the Seahawks are their three-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, you putting Pete Carroll on the hot seat? No. 
Um, going with I, th- I like the Raiders. I'm going I, with, I think they're going to get high here. I'm going with the Seahawks. Oh my gosh, Nate, you were. <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt this, but uh, <laughs> that's. <laughs> to be fair, though. He kind of he definitely has the meme kind of wrong if he's going for it, only because OJ wasn't driving the Bronco. <laughs> I mean, Al Collins AC was driving it, but like that is tremendous, tremendous work. <laughs> uh, Seahawks over me, by the way. All right. So, uh, Four twenty-five games. Rams at the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Can you imagine going into this year, the spread would be 14 and a half. Chiefs are favored by. These are two of the most recent Super Bowl winners right here. Correct. Factually factually and statistically true. Um, I like the Chiefs in this game, but I don't know if I like them by that much. Likewise. Matthew Stafford's Likewise. still balling. If he's playing. He'll play. Is his team not a win? I see Bryce Perkins, proud of UVA. Uh, the other 425 games, Saints at the 49ers. The Niners are nine and a half point favorite at home. Um, free Jameis Winston? I agree, but Niners. Uh, <laughs> Niners. All right, we'll rapid fire the final two here. The prime time Sunday night, Packers at the Eagles. Eagles are a touchdown favorite. I like the Eagles. Eagles as well. Monday Night Football, uh, this is a game that I feel like they probably had to put in because of Thursday being a pretty decent slate. Steelers at the Colts. Colts are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, so this is Big Ben versus Peyton Manning. Uh, Santonio Holmes versus Reggie Wayne. Or Marvin Harrison. Sure. Uh, I'm going with – I like that Pickens, man. I'm going with Pickett and Pickens. I'll go Colts. Why? Go Colts. Saturday? Like I'm a little bit better on Like Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Respect the linemen. All right. Uh, Let's uh, head over to college football here. Lane Kiffin on the move? Well, I don't really want to discuss that all that much at the moment because it was... I'm a big Lane Kiffin guy. Oh, I like Lane. I'm a big Lane. I like Lane. You like golf balls being thrown at his head? Well, it's relative, I suppose, but uh, it was a chaotic week. Tennessee, the main, I guess, headliner in this, gets upset. Um, losing to South Carolina, not just losing. I mean, they got, they got ran out of the Defense has always place. been a problem. Yeah. Um, I know. That's embarrassing. Obviously, Hooker gets hurt, but I, I don't think that really made that big of a difference clearly in the long Hooker run. doesn't play defense. Right. Um, so, chaos has now reigned in college football. Yeah, Michigan-Ohio State almost went down before the big game. Yeah. I mean, TCU almost went down as well. <laughs> TCU's been – they've been uh, escaping by. So. And it's not like Georgia really went out and, and outplayed Kentucky either last weekend. They uh, they barely beat, like, Missouri this year, right? Georgia? Correct, yeah. So they haven't played – I mean, they play the looks of the best team in the country. Right. Uh, they haven't played that great overall, but undefeated's undefeated. So, there's a reason they're undefeated. and. I just and I know it's funny because my me and Nate have a running joke of sort, if you will, with oh in the uh, green group chat, in the uh, green group chats of sorts about um, 
you know, he, he, he is a Stetson Bennett believer and I am not. And I think you see in certain situations, kind of like the Kentucky game where you, you need a quarterback who can really move the ball and he, he can't really, to be honest. Um, I mean, obviously, look, it's like literally what we said about the Jets, right? You just need a game manager. I think Stetson's a good game manager. Uh, it's just that I, when you need him to throw a deep ball, can you trust him to throw the deep ball? And I don't know if he can. Um, so through all the chaos now, we have, you know, uh, <laughs> LSU has now risen up to fifth. You have, um, you have now, again, the discussion of two two-loss teams with Alabama and Clemson returning to the college football playoff in some capacity, which is dumb. I don't think either of them deserve to be in, but um, ratings are ratings, so they'll find a way if they need to get them in. Uh, USC is now making a play to get into the playoff. Um, It's going to be an interesting final weekend of regular season college football before we get into conference title week. Um. I don't know. Um, locally, tough, tough spot. Cuse loses their fifth straight to Wake over the weekend. Um, positive start of the year is now kind of just gone into the tank. Can we get can we get a side by side view of a podcast from six weeks ago when Eric was undefeated and see what Paul's face looked like? Then? Probably really happier, not as depressed looking. <laughs> um. Now you're, there's a lot more discussions, I think, surrounding Dino, um, you know, and game plan stuff collectively, I think, from the coaching staff. Um, you know, obviously, I know you're not maybe as in tune, but, you know, from an outsider perspective, you know, what 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 do you see as the biggest, I guess, <laughs> bad difference making going in with the Orange right now? Well, you know, some of the games I have seen this year, um, Dino has done some stupid decisions, like game decisions. You know, not calling a timeout when he needs to. Right. Um, you know, stuff like that. And I don't know. Is he the guy? I mean, he's shown what he can do when he has a good quarterback uh, in like an Eric Dungey back in the day. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I don't know if he's the guy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough because, I mean, for a while I was a Dino apologist, but you have a year like Syracuse had in 2018 and to follow it up with really three consecutive seasons of really underwhelming football. You get the ship righted clearly to some degree to start this season and have the past month and a half really go. It's a tough pill to swallow. I, I, I do think Dino's a good coach, don't get me wrong. Uh, but is he that guy to take the next step with his team? The talent that he's been able to assemble and get into the program, I, I think. I don't think Syracuse football at this point is a true backmarker ACC program anymore. Um, just, I mean, you look at you know Sean Tucker. Obviously, it's become a nice transfer destination, right? Obviously, Schrader transfers in from Mississippi State. Del Rio Wilson, his backup, comes in from Florida. Um, and, you know, from the recruiting side as well, I mean, you, you kind of see, you know, like a guy like Gadsden who's done really well collectively here. Uh, Tucker as well, LaQuinn Allen, Tucker's technical backup, who should somebody happen to Tucker, I don't have a problem with going to LaQuinn, I can tell you that. 
and plus the stuff on defense, I I don't think Dino's the guy to take the next step with the team. I, I just don't. Nathaniel Hackett is? No. I mean, my pipe dream the past couple of years is for them to just <laughs> – and, you know, it, it's weird because you talk about money and, and who who and what deserves to be paid where. I love the back the proverbial Brinks truck up to either Doug Marone again or I'm being honest, and I, I got some backlash for it last year, but he coached at Syracuse back in the day. He's part of the Coach Mack pipeline, the Coach Pauli Pasquale, you know, pipeline, Pasqualoni pipeline. Go get Ed Orgeron. He's available. Eddie O, I mean, if anything, he's going to give you some great talking points to talk about every day, you know. I'd love to hear him say, go Orange. Does he want to coach anymore? So that's the thing. I think I think if push came to shove, he'd, he'd coach again somewhere. Yeah, if the money's big enough, but he's a Southern boy. I don't see him coming up here. He's a Southern boy, but he got to start up here in the Northeast. I mean, I coaching-wise, he got to start up here in the Northeast. The Dome's pretty warm. Well, I, I I think for football, it still is a semi-decent driving point. I mean, you have a guaranteed six games a year that you don't have to worry about the elements. Uh, but it it's tough, right? I mean, Syracuse is still, you know, you look at it, it's a good pipeline to get to the pros. It just is. I It still is. You have good, you know, maybe we don't quite have great players anymore, but you have – very good players in the NFL still coming from Syracuse. Dwight Freeney. Well, I mean, if you want to go way back, obviously Dwight Freeney, Marvin Harrison, McNabb, and that's just in our lifetimes, right? Obviously, you know, Jim Brown, Ernie Davis, Floyd Lill, Larry Zonka. Greg Paulus. Greg Paulus. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Syracuse obviously plays Saturday night against Boston College. I will be there. Going to be interesting. I've never been to a college football game uh, at the Division One level anyway, outside of the Carrier Dome or JMA Dome. So should be interesting. Looking forward to it. Um, any uh, games really stick out this weekend to you? I mean, this is a big rivalry weekend. Notre Dame where USC. Yeah. Notre Dame USC. It would be something if Notre Dame beat Clemson and USC mm. in the same season, and still in quotes be a down year. Yeah, that would be something. We have the Iron Bowl, by the way, which if Auburn wins to become bowl eligible and they knock Alabama, I would have to assume for sure out of playoff discussion. Because uh, yeah. it puts them at nine and three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think they should be out now, but. We have, you know, Michigan, Ohio State. It's it's a big weekend of games. Uh, even on Thanksgiving, we, Is have that the, elimination we have the Egg Bowl. Is that elimination game? I don't think so. Michigan, Ohio State. I think if they both go out and play guns blazing style. I don't think so. I think Michigan beats them. I'm with you. I, I actually think so, too. I think so as well. A lot rides on if Corum can play or not. Well, that's in my opinion. right. I, I don't disagree there. So it'll be interesting. Be interesting. It's truly a game time decision at this point, right? Yeah. Well, I I don't think he's a game time decision. I think we. I think people in the program know his true status. We won't get it until – what time's the game at? The game's yeah. at noon on Saturday. Yeah, we won't know until 11.59 a.m. Saturday. I love when Michigan runs the ball. It's so much so, fun to watch. Oh. When, you got, when you got the line that they got. Yeah, so much fun. <laughs> Is the North Carolina quarterback out of the Heisman race? Drake May? Nah, I don't think so. They just lost last week. 
Well, if there's one thing the Heisman's kind of proved the past decade, it doesn't really fully matter about winning in that sense. That's true. Johnny so. Football should not have won over Manti Teo. So. All right, before we get out of here, let's discuss some Thanksgiving stuff quickly. Um, obviously, you go back through our Rolodex of episodes, right? Uh, we, we've gone through our we've done power rankings of food, power rankings of pretty much the day itself and everything like that. So uh, there's not much, I guess, really to fully dive into there. Uh, but, uh, you know, what What are you looking forward to this Thanksgiving? Because, I, you know, I think this year – you know, we're finally kind of out of the, uh, we'll call it the peak stuff of COVID and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I think you, you'll see a lot more families get back together the way that they used to do things, you know, pre 2020. So, you know, what are, what are you looking forward to this year? I guess in that realm. Uh, I mean, I do the same thing every year. We go and put, go to the SMS in the right. morning and we play bocce. We'll discuss that in a second, by the way. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't don't jump ahead. <laughs> uh, how can I jump ahead? That's how I start my day. But, uh, <laughs> you know, usually pretty hungover. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then, you know, then eat dinner with the family yeah. and watch the Lions get beat every year and hopefully be awake for the Cowboys game. <laughs> So yeah, that's usually how it goes. So I'm just excited to see family. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to we're going to uh, my mom's side of the family for the first time in a couple of years. Um, so we're staying in town, obviously here in South Falls, but always we always end up having a decent, pretty fun time over there. I'd say, and uh, looking forward to it. Um, Anything in particular this year? I know like no I snow said, this year. Like I said, is it snowing? Like now? I said, we've 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 done the food ranking stuff before and everything. Like that. Anything in particular looking forward to this year? Uh, well, I heard my mom is making mac and cheese this year. Oh, dude, I love a good mac and cheese. Is that a Thanksgiving? Yes. Food? I vote yes. Nate, Nate, you're, Nate, you're a tiebreaker over here. I think. <laughs> yeah, it's not something that's traditionally on our our family's Thanksgiving table, but I'm I'm good with it. Thank I you. Like it. Thank you. And it's at the table. Well, it's good. Right. It's going to be there regardless. It's on our. Opinion. It's on our table. It's on the fresh takes table. Um, <laughs> turkey is the worst. Oh, actually, you want to? I can't say <laughs> oh anymore because jo- we had the discussion with Josh this morning. He's the same way. <laughs> yeah, Josh has went on that tirade a few times about how turkey's the worst thing. He's in the world. not. He's not like necessarily wrong. Like you guys aren't necessarily wrong, but turkey. Turkey's always better the day after. It's not even close. Oh, yeah. There's no denying that. I but mean, I, I think he's a little bit harsh on turkey. I like turkey. Whenever a food turkey. is something like, better the day after, turkey it's terrible. Yeah. What? Whenever something food is better the day after, it's terrible. Oh, there's nothing better than that turkey sandwich on Friday. I mean, there's nothing. Oh, I just ate the mic. <laughs> there's nothing better. <laughs> the best part is I'm leaving for Florida on Friday, going on vacation with oh, my family. You, you and, I talk, no, and I talked to my, mo- my mom yesterday, and I was like, what, when are we going to eat leftovers? Yeah, yeah what's, what's your plan with leftovers then? What do you do for that? Oh, well, there will be a Thanksgiving sandwich on the plane. Okay. And I'll probably find are a way You're allowed to, to bring food? I'll find a way on the plane? Yeah, of course. I didn't think you were able to. Liquid. You can't bring liquid. Wow. This has come from a guy who's never flown before, so. Um, and I would be surprised if I don't incorporate it into my breakfast. Right. That's a good That's heady play. Right? That's heady play, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I'm always a big stuffing guy. I can't wait to see how my uncle kind of puts a twist on this here. He usually throws some some sort of sausage in, and it's always a nice little, you know. What's your go-to drink on Thanksgiving? Oh, man. Depends. Morning is definitely a screwdriver or two or three. 
Or four. Um, <laughs> um, see, Thanksgiving's tough because this is a time of year where I, I do tend to switch over from really like my sour beers exclusively to doing some stouts and some of the heavier kind of stuff for winter. Uh, but, you know, you mentioned, you know, it's not no snow. It's supposed to be a semi-milder day compared to what we've had. I think it's low 50s it's kind of looking at for tomorrow. It might still be a sour day, sour beer type day. So I've never drank on Thanksgiving. That's true. I remember you saying that last year. Yeah, it's just because you're the shot <laughs> from the night. That's before. un-American, huh? That's un-American. Not drinking? Yeah, I think so. I, I, yeah, I mean, I catch me down at the Red Brick Pub tonight. I'll be signing autographs. <laughs> Gosh, chance I could see you there, Nick. Um, before we before we head out, bocce tournament. Do you have right, to mention yep. that uh, we are the next generation TNG? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this is like I'm, the 10th year. This is your second year. My second year, yep. Since my sister retired from, yep. the, from the team. Um, tough shoes to fill, but you've done a pretty good job second yep. year in. Yeah. Um, yeah, the team is my brother, Matt, and our cousin, Jack. Shout out, Jack. And uh, 2016 champs. Mm-hmm. We're looking to get that crown. I'm being honest. I'm coming for Have one. Have you seen the bracket? I have seen the bracket. You emailed it to me and texted okay. it to me. Yes. <laughs> um. I'm I'm being honest with you. I I personally feel like we need to go for blood this year. All right, whether it's from our own fingers or somebody else's fingers. If we're going down to Del Lago tonight, oh, where would you guys put the line? Where would you put uh, for us to be champs? Well, there's ten TNG teams. money line. There's ten. There's ten. Ten teams. teams. Ten teams. Certainly, there's definitely a talent disparity between some. I mean, I'll shout out some teams right now. The Bachmans, they are on like a twenty game losing streak. They haven't won since like two thousand seven. I, they strike me as a talented team, though. I mean, AJ Bachman is is washed. Well, wow, <laughs> this is not what I anticipated from this podcast. Alicia Bachman never reached her potential. Jesus, <laughs> I like I love the Bachmans, but man, not a good bocce team. <laughs> it's wild. I need uh, a number I, here. I are put we, are us, you guys the favorite? I put us in the, in about the plus one thousand range. Dave Baker's team is the favorite. Plus one thousand? Yeah. You give me ten to one on you guys to win? Yeah. I'm on ten to one. I'll sprinkle that. I'll put ten to one. I bet you we're like the fourth best. Yeah. Honest. That's what that, that's why I that's why I put us at ten to one. I you believe know? in you guys. Oh, I think look, here's the thing. Every year, Nick, you worry about the Baker team and the mm-hmm. Barnett team. The Marino team is back. But we're look, frankly, if we get them, we're going we're gonna get them. I'm, I gotta be honest. I'm calling my shot. We're getting them. Well, if you guys want to know the dynamics of the team, Paul is the Pauline guy. He's a starter. That's true. <laughs> um, Matt is the closer. He's 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 the all star of the team. Jack's our middle ground guy. Middle ground guy, and I'm the shooter. Which you should. We need to discuss. You shouldn't be whipping the ball every time. There's but no need to. Every team needs a shooter, and I'm that guy. So. We we are lucky to have you. <laughs> anyway, that takes care of fresh takes. But, but, uh, one oh, last oh, bocce. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Since you're the Pauline guy, okay. are you uh, you like to throw the ball short or long? We play in the long game? Depends how the courts are doing. If the court's playing fast. And those you, are, the courts, at the if, SMS club, if the court, those courts are very different. If the courts are playing fast, you have to aim for a shorter roll. Okay. Because the ball will naturally go a little bit further anyway. Are we going green balls or red balls? Depends. I mean, it depends. I 
Depends if there's any grease from the breakfast pizza. Paul, I need a uh, FL1 Sports TikTok out of this, please. Yeah, I will definitely do one, by the way. Speaking of that, if you aren't following us on TikTok, we sh- you need to follow along. Nate does a phenomenal job covering the Sabres and Bills on there. Among golf as well, but that's also an out-of-bounds, which you should definitely check out. Uh, I handle our Syracuse stuff and other, I guess, smaller stuff like the Motorsports Minute, uh, but... We are trying to expand it out. Like once we get spring here going again, or stuff like that, expect some cool content. I'd say, especially from Nate when I probably make him pee his pants while I'm walking Sklon. So uh, that takes care of that. Uh, so that will take care of fresh takes for today. Yes. Now that we got there, uh, Nick, who are you shouting out? Uh, I'm shouting out my college roommate Tom. Today is his birthday. My birthday, and, Tom. Uh, yeah, he's in my fantasy football league. Not our league. I have another league, but uh. College league, and uh, he's terrible. But Jesus, <laughs> he did make the finals last year. He beat me in the semifinals, so hats off to him. That's Shout off out, Tom. Indeed. Happy birthday. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Appreciate you and thankful for everybody who tunes in and listens and all that stuff. Nate Sharp behind the scenes. Appreciate you as always, everybody. Like, share, subscribe on YouTube. Uh, follow us on TikTok, all the fun stuff, and we will see you next week. Recapping games, recapping Terry Eaton. Have a phenomenal Thanksgiving.